Let's do this. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Kimberly. As you know, we're really getting into this movie, all the details, all the extras. So if you haven't seen it, pause it, go watch the movie, come on back. Now on to the episode. Hey, it's Megan. And Kimberly. And you've entered room 237. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm let's trying to get like some energy mm-hmm. going because <laughs> on my way here, I had to drop off one of my dogs at boarding. And, oh, I say my dog, it's Cassie's dog. Oh, um, No, he's not mine. <laughs> And he shit in my back seat. Yeah. Just so I'm on 610, dry heaving because it's hot as hell. Oh God! Let my windows down a little bit. You wanted had to, to murder him. I kind of wanted to just let down my window and let him jump out. But would he have? Yes. Oh my maybe? God! Yes. He's so high energy. <laughs> but I didn't. He lives to see another day. Oh Titus. Yeah. He's a uh, good luck, Robert. Yep. Good luck. <laughs> Not that Robert will ever hear this because he refuses to listen to yeah, my, my podcast. Yeah, my brother's a bitch. Oh, bitches. All right. So what are we doing today? We are doing a 1982 classic. Oh, okay. classic. Called Poltergeist. This movie's rated PG. <laughs> I saw that when, I, when it started. I was mm-hmm. like, they make PG horror movies. They, it was originally rated R, but they pushed and pushed for PG-13, so, like, it could go through a wider audience. How do they get PG? Is it just because, like, by today's standards? I guess so. Because, honestly, in my mind, by today's standards, it would be PG-13. Yeah. There's, like, drug use. Oh, this is PG-PG? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was PG-13. No, it said PG. This is, like, technically, like, little children. Right! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they letting babies watch this I shit? I mean, it's not that scary. I do remember it being on a lot when I was little. If you were a five-year-old kid, you'd be scared of this. I'd be scared of the TV. Like I said, this movie is the reason why, like, yeah. back in the day when Sada came on, I was like, nope. See, it scarred you. It did, a little bit. See, it was scary <laughs> to some people. Shall we uh, fun fact it? Let's do it. All right. So it was released on June 4th of 1982. Summer hit. Yeah, just a year before I was born, a little over a year before I was born. I was born. like a year and a half. Yeah. The world was like in sorrow. You know? okay. <laughs> it has a runtime of an hour and 54 minutes. And it feels like I, I could. I felt every single minute. Yeah, every single every one. Minute. It was. It's. It's. Yeah. it's something. <laughs> uh, it was produced by Steven Spielberg and Frank Marshall, and it was also written by Steven Spielberg, oh. Michael Grace, and Mark Victor. All right. It has a Rotten Tomato meter score of eighty-seven percent. Whoa, it's really? really high, and seventy-nine percent audience. Huh. Right. <laughs> huh. <laughs> it stars Joe Beth Williams as Diane. Uh, I just call her mom the whole time because she is momming hard so or hard. not. So I can't. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard, to, it's hard tell. to tell. Sometimes she is. Sometimes she isn't. I call I call both of them mom and pa at the beginning. Yeah, mom and dad. And then I start calling them coach. Um, <laughs> Mama's in Guiding Light, Dexter, Poltergeist 2, The Good Doctor. And she's been in a lot of she mainstream TV. She super familiar to yes, me. Yes, I have in my notes. She looks so familiar, but I don't know what from. Yeah, none of she's those sound of those like the ones that I, I'm, you know, I never watched me Dexter. either. Maybe Dexter, because I watched that whole series. I don't watch The Good Doctor. I've seen Poltergeist 2, so maybe it's that. I don't I know. that one. Um, she's also from Houston, Texas. H-Town. All right. I, I just want to point out real quick, I like how your notes for fun facts say, fun facts, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's that actor from uh, 
You know it's hard out here for a pimp. Oh, he always is, says Mank. <laughs> what is his name? I can't think Shit. of it. He's got those really light eyes. Mm-hmm. Terrence. You're going to have to look it up. I need to know. His name is Terrence Howard. There you go. I, there knew, I go. got Terrence, right? We've got Craig T. Nelson as Steven, a.k.a. Coach. I don't think he's a.k.a. Coach in this one. So. I, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what just I call in him. Life. Well, that's what I call him. Right. Okay. Okay. And he's, I mean, he's Coach. He is coach. He was in that show coach. Yeah. He was in, that's the only thing I know him Me from. Me too. <laughs> also, he was in The Incredibles and The Family Stone. Okay. And a lot of, another, a lot of other stuff I've seen The too. Family Stone. I think I do remember him I in that. Remember that. He's pretty famous. Yes. Old Craig T. You got Heather O'Rourke as Carol Ann. She was in Happy Days, Poltergeist 2, and Poltergeist 3. Um, And then she passed away. At the age of 12. Yeah, it's very sad. It is. I was looking through her IMBD, and I'm like, well, she didn't do much. And then I read, (laughs) I was like, oh, Mm, okay. We're going to get into the whole Heather O'Rourke, Dominique Dunn Mm -hmm. thing in the bonus. So if you want to hear about that, stick around. Stick around. Zelba Rubenstein at Tangina, a.k.a. I call her Tiny T. Amazing. <laughs> She's in Picket Fences and the voice of the Skittles candy. Really? Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Um, and she was also like a huge activist for like little people and other she organizations. She is so precious. Oh my gosh. She's so <laughs> sassy. I love her. We've got Oliver Oliver Robbins. He plays Robbie. <sighs> With his tooth. Um, <laughs> Robbie was in Poltergeist 2 and The Twilight Zone. Last but not least, we've got Dominique Dunn as Dana. Um, she's in Hill Street Blues, Chips, Fames. Um, she also died prematurely at the age mm-hmm. of 21. Yeah. And like I said, we'll talk about that in the bonus. That one is pretty wild. Yeah. There's a lot of fun facts about this movie. So we're not going to hit you with some 1982 stuff because I'm pretty sure we've covered a lot of the 80s. Probably. So here's some facts about Poltergeist. Woo-hoo! So both of the terrors that plague Robbie came from Steven Spielberg's own fears as a child. A fear of clowns and a tree outside his window. That tree. And that clown. That clown. Why is it always sitting at the end of his bed staring (laughs) at him if he hates it so much? I know. Just throw the motherfucker away. Tell your parents, I don't want this motherfucker. I'm scared of this I'm scared of it. Throw it in the trash. (laughs) Dominique Dunn and Heather O'Rourke, we both, um, we said previously that they died untimely deaths. They're both buried at the same cemetery. Uh, Westwood Memorial Park in Los Angeles. I think it's a pretty famous cemetery. I think I there's a lot go. of famous people buried we there. Should we should Drew Barrymore was considered for the role of Carol Ann, but Spielberg wanted someone more angelic. She was a little too gritty. She, yeah, she you was. Know? And it was her audition for the role of Carol Ann that landed her the part of Gertie in E.T. Way better. I mean, she still got famous. Yeah. So. Fucking love Drew. Love Drew. I love her. I really don't care for E.T., the extraterrestrial. <laughs> Why? Okay. That? No, well, yeah. But also, it's a vaguely threatening. E.T., he, he, he's on something. I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't like him. And then when he gets sick because of people, it's creepy and scary. Oh, when he's all like gross and he's dried like, out. pale and white, you know? It's a no for me. It's a no. And it's just, there's something about it I don't trust. E.T.? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. Okay. <laughs> In the movie, when Robbie is being strangled by the little clown, the creepy ass clown, the clown's arms became extremely tight, and it started like to—he started to choke, and he was screaming out, "I can't breathe!" Steven Spielberg and Toby Cooper—they were like, "Oh, he's out living. Like this is good. It's good. Keep rolling. Um, just look at the camera, Robbie." <laughs> When Steven Spielberg saw Robbie's face turning purple, he ran over and removed the clown's arm. So, like, he was about to die. You know, in that movie, Now You See Me, Mm -hmm. where she's in the water, 
like in the closed tanks trying to get out of the um, handcuffs and oh, shit. Oh, that was true. Yeah, she really was like drowning and trying to get them to rescue her, and they were like, You're doing great. great you're, doing- <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great, sweetie. Yeah. Joe Beth Williams had a supernatural experience during the making of the film. Whenever she came home from filming, the pictures on the walls of her house were crooked. Every time she fixed them, they would hang crooked again. Zelda, old Tiny T, T. (laughs) also had an experience when a vision of her dog came to her and said goodbye. And then hours later, her mom called and told her that her dog had died. Oh, sad face. I know. That's what Lucy would do for you. She would. She'd come and tell me bye. I love her. She'd be like, bye, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Give me pets. (laughs) There are real human skeletons used in the swimming pool scene. Uh, the crew decided it would be too complicated and way too expensive to make like realistic fake ones. So um, they didn't tell Jo Beth Williams and she didn't know until after the scene was finished. So that is, I think, never been substantiated. Really? It's, it's a rumor mm-hmm. and it's probably true because at that time in Hollywood, real skeletons were a lot cheaper than right. creating a, a fake skeleton. So it's probably true. But they've never been able to be like, yes, that's for, that's for sure. I'm as pissed. far as I know. Anyway. I would be real pissed. Yeah. Lou Perryman, who plays the creepy, uh, like, worker in the back who just is helping himself to shit in their kitchen yeah, through the window. Yeah, coffee. Like a weirdo. Spaghetti or whatever's on I the stove. I think it was chili. Who, also, it's morning. Who has chili on the stove in the morning? <laughs> anyway. He was killed by an axe, um, with an axe, by a 26-year-old man named Seth Christopher Tatham in Austin, Texas, on April 1st, 2009. He was 67. There's a lot of death. In this movie. That's why they say this movie was cursed. Yeah, for sure. It is the highest grossing horror movie of 1982 and the eighth highest grossing film of the year. Mm. This was a good year for Steven Spielberg because E.T. was out this year as well. Fucking (laughs) E.T. Poltergeist special effects. Okay. (laughs) I know. I know. Okay. And score were both nominated for Oscars but lost to Spielberg's bigger film E.T. in both categories. Unsurprising because the special effects here mm. are so Top far. notch. So- <laughs> Top notch. I mean, maybe for 10. 82. I mean, I guess for 82. The movie line, they're here, was voted mm. as the number 69 movie quote by American Film Institute out of hey. 100. 69. <laughs> All right. Those are some good facts, Kimmy. Damn. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. So we go straight in. Like, we're not even fucking around. No aerial scenes. Well, Well. just wait for it. (laughs) So the Star Spangled Banner is playing. And, you know, honestly, the way things stand right now in America, I'm not thrilled. I I just am not feeling this. No, me neither. I I don't want to hear the Star Spangled Banner right now. So a TV show. A TV showing. We're seeing a TV show. It's the end of programming for the night. Back in the day, they used to actually just end programming on TV and <laughs> they then sure go to did. Like, uh, we got nothing else, so good night. Because there just wasn't just this dearth of shit to pull from I like know. we have now. And there was, I don't think there was infomercials. Kids these days. They don't, they don't know. know. They don't know. The TV just ended. And they were just like, we're done. Good night. We'll see you at six. <laughs> We're hella zoomed in on it, though, so you can't really see what's... It's, I, there's, like, the flag and, like, the White House, and she, nobody cares. Um, the screen goes to static, and we see Steven, old Paul Freeling. Mm-hmm. He's um, asleep in the chair in front of the TV, and he has on these bright-ass red socks. Yeah, Did you see does. those socks? 
They're radioactive red. Like, they are so... Who wears socks these colors? Steven. Anyway, the family dog comes in and steals some uh, he's food. A precious golden retriever. He's cute. I think his name is E-Buzz. E-Buzz? What a fucking weird Yikes. name. He comes in. Steve's got a plate of, like, a sandwich or something on the floor. Dog steals the sandwich, and then he goes upstairs, and we go with the dog upstairs. Yeah, he steals some chips Look, up he's there. he's making he's... the rounds. <laughs> he's checking he's on everybody. He's living his best life. He's like, y'all got food? Let me get into yep, it. Bet. So he goes into the master, and we see old mom. And she's kind of sleeping in a sexy number. I think she was waiting up there for dad yeah, and dad and fell just, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> in front womp, of the womp. I mean, they got three kids. I mean, they don't need you. any more adult time. For, for real. You've had enough. And then the dog goes into the oldest daughter, Dana's room, who honestly I thought was a man when I was first watching this. I was like, there's I an did, older son? Me too. My bad, guys. My Oops. bad. It's just the way she's laying. That's where he grabs the chips. And then he goes into the little kid's room. And that's Robbie and Carol Ann. They're in there sleeping. He just checks on them. They don't have food. So he's like, peace out. Bye. There's nothing in here for me. But he does wake Carol Ann up. So she goes downstairs and she sees dad's passed out. And she just ignores his ass. Because she would like to go stare at the stag TV. Yeah, for some reason. They should have a baby gay because those kids are way too young. To be going down those stairs? Right. You could fall and kill yourself. Many people fall down these stairs yeah, later. Yeah. So she's, she says hello <laughs> to the TV. And then she's like, what do you look like? And she's just having a full-blown cough. Yes, she is. She's just answering questions. And then she starts yelling at the yeah. TV. She's like, talk louder. I can't hear you. And she wakes everybody in the house up. <laughs> the whole damn family. I'm, I'm like, but why are they all sleeping with their doors open? It's no, yeah. absolutely not. I, you got to close the bedroom door when oh, you're asleep. Sure. They tell you that, you know, in case of fire, you should always sleep with your bedroom mm. door closed to save your life. People. I just can't sleep with it open. Me either. I don't, I don't like it. Somebody could come and creep in and look at me. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> so, but they all come downstairs to see what she's doing. And they all watch her talk to the TV. Like nobody stops her. I mean, dad wakes up and they all just watch this. I wouldn't have woken up probably. Yeah. And if I had, I definitely wouldn't have come down to check it out. I've been like, oh, and gone right back For to real? sleep. Like, what is that bitch? No, Shut whatever. that bitch up and <laughs> go back to sleep. <laughs> she's good. She ain't crying. I'm getting my sleep. For you real. ain't fucking with my sleep. Yeah, nothing comes between me and my sleep Mm-mm. besides Atticus, my dog. <laughs> Oh, Addie. Oh, Addie. So cute. Okay, it's daytime now, and guess what? We're getting that aerial shot, whether you want it or not. It's here. Okay, there we, we go. see a neighborhood, and there's all these houses that look exactly the same. But the surrounding area is nice. It's hilly. Yeah. It's pretty. I don't know where we are, California. I'm not sure, but I think so. But that street is like my worst nightmare. There's kids outside playing. All the houses look the same. <laughs> Very suburban. I think it's supposed to be like, yeah, perfect suburban family neighborhood yeah, there's kids like riding bikes and all kinds of sh- walking and running around and just people Ugh. having a great family time yeah. so it's a no for me and <laughs> <laughs> me on my get off my lawn <laughs> we see this guy riding a bike he's also carrying like 24 Beer? beers and a flat and it's also a really tiny bike for this big man he's sweating his ass off yeah. it's probably the kid's bike yeah that he stole probably. to go run to the store for some beers so these little kids using their little radio control cars like fuck him up make him drop the beer and he just grabs like the six pack that he has left he leaves many beers in the street unopened <laughs> right runs into the house these beers are shooting beer everywhere all over the place like in someone's home it's Rude. not his home no either no it's coaches it's coach's home and they they're watching like a football game coaching all his friends and they're just like here's some beers and they're all spewing still but okay nobody seems to care about it so upstairs we see diane the mom is making robbie's bed and she notices that his little tweety bird just died yeah 
R.I.P. And then downstairs, the TV switches to a different channel. It's Mr. Rogers. And the friends are like, are you kidding what me? What the fuck? We came over here to watch a game. They, apparently, they're betting on it because the one guy's like, my whole fortune's on this game. <laughs> Your whole fortune? Guy, calm down. And Steve keeps changing it, but apparently him and the neighbor like have the same remote, yeah. the same TV. So the remotes work on both their TVs. So they're having a little fight, a little That's battle of the TVs. Ridiculous. Yeah, they click each other's TVs on and off, changing the channels as they yell at each other. Diane goes to flush the bird, and Carol Ann sees her, and she's like, shouldn't we bury him, Mom? I can't believe this. And, and she does. She does. Outside, we see Robbie's decide to climb this big tree in the yard. The tree is obviously dead. Yes. Why haven't you called the tree people? to come pull this tree out it's and, dead and as it, hell. Like, also we find out um a little later or maybe we already have that he's definitely afraid no, we of find this it a little tree later, yeah yeah okay a little later he's definitely afraid of this tree why like why are you in it, it? Yeah. just get your ass down maybe Stop. he was trying he was like i'm trying to Conquer overcome my, my fears. fears i don't know he's a bitch I can't I- <laughs> <laughs> he is though she ain't lying <laughs> So Diane and Carol Ann are burying the bird in a cigar box. I think this is like they where they keep their weed because Carolyn's like it smells weird in here. <laughs> and later they're definitely like oh, rolling yeah. some joints. Yeah, they love to smoke. <laughs> um, and they're sad. Robbie's climbed up to the tree. And he sees this like hella fake storm blowing in. He's like, oh shit. Oh man, this storm's more than anything else in this sh- movie. Like, every where, night. Where do they live? It's a fucking they. Storm they every they night. are trying to like build like construct a new pool. Like your workers can never work. No, because it's raining constantly. Right. Yeah, so they bury the bird in the f- the flower bed, and Dana shows up, the other daughter, and she watches this. And then now Caroline has goldfish. She really wanted a goldfish yeah, anyway. Yeah, she did. Yes. Fun fact, she okay. actually kept that goldfish after the movie was done filming. Cute. Yeah, I know. There were two of those goldfishies. So her and Robbie share a room, which I think is weird, because Robbie's eight, and she is five, I think, we find mm-hmm. out. It's just weird to me. I shared a room with Robert for a long time, but we were poor. They have a lot of money. They have a big two-story home. Yeah. And he's like the top salesman in his company. So <laughs> over 60% of sales come from him. Why do you only have a three-bedroom like, home? He's like, I need an office. I need a gym. These kids. <laughs> fuck <ridiculous>. kids. <laughs> and, and if, I mean, they make the girls share room. To me, it's weird if, yeah, like if you have the money, why you would have a boy and a girl in the room. Right. I think nowadays you're legally not allowed to. What? I think so. Even brother and sister? Yeah, I think like they're not allowed to. I don't really know. I shared a room with Robert until maybe like sixth grade. Cool, cool, cool. That's a little too long. Yeah. yeah. Sixth grade for you or him? Me. Oh, okay. So you were what, 12? 11? 11 or 12 and he was three years Eight. younger. I'm anyway. sick of him. Anyway, this is where we find out Robbie's scared of that tree. Not that the tree is doing anything, mind you. It's just out there being in a dead tree. Right. But he's terrified like, of it. It looks to be like centuries old, too. It looks like it has hands. Arms. Diane comes into the room, puts these kids to bed, and she's like, good night. Go to sleep. Love ya. She's like, peace out. And she leaves them and goes into the bedroom. Steve's watching TV and rolling the joint, and Diane's smoking one. They're having a yeah, good time. Yeah, they're having a good time in here. I love that brass gold oh, 80s headboard. So they're, yeah, they're just having... This is where I'm like, this is pg <laughs> yeah they're having a good old time the kids are asleep and they're just smoking she's and reading a book about sleepwalking um because i guess carol ann must have some sort of problem and he's reading a book about reagan so i'm not here for that yeah no she tells steve this story about how she sleepwalked as a kid and they're like laughing about it it's not funny no. fyi it's very disturbing <laughs> but they think it's hilarious because well, they're high as fuck it's like 
I slept walk and I fell asleep and I went and got this man's random man's vehicle in the back seat. He didn't notice me. And the next day he went to work and then I woke up and I, you know, I was like, Oh, where am I? And the police came and they tried to arrest this man for kidnapping me. Right. Ha <laughs> ha hilarious. <laughs> no, bitch. You and ruined also, this man's life. Y'all have been together, like you have three children Why together. Why doesn't he notice? You didn't know that story? Right. Sus. It is. I don't trust it. Robbie can't sleep because, y'all, this tree is just too scary. So Robbie turns and he looks at this clown that's just chilling in a chair at the end of his bed staring at him. Creepy clown. It's Like, that's what Annabelle should have looked like. Oh, it's life size. Like, Carol Ann's size. It's big. (laughs) It is. He doesn't like it. No, he, like, makes a finger gun and it's like, pew, pew. And then he gets his little jacket and covers the clown up. Because he can't even he's look at it. And then I guess he's just too scared. So he goes into his parents' room. And while they're having a good time smoking, he's like, yo, I'm scared. Oh, and mom's like, I'm trying to smoke this tree. Get out of here. Steve takes him back to bed. And Robbie's like, I don't like that tree. I'm scared of it. And Steve's like, can you please get over this so I can go back to smoking weed and jacking around Real. with my wife? <laughs> kind of having a good time. Y'all ruin everything. They do. Like, he came in the broom and just said, the storm's getting closer. Okay. And? And? It is. Get a bag. What do you want me to do about it? I can't do can't shit about the it. weather. <laughs> Fucking kids are the worst. They, they really do come and tell you, like, uh, I threw up. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> did you clean it up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did it. That's why you're here. You want mm-hmm. me to take care yeah. of it. Great, great. Cool, cool, So cool. Steve is like, count the, like, you know, when the lightning flashes, count one, one thousand, two, one thousand. Now I'll tell you how far away the storm is. You'll see it's going away, not coming. And Robbie does, and Steve's like, chill, and he leaves him in there. He's like, see you later. But then, like five seconds later, both those kids are in the beds with the parents. Yep. So their fun time was ruined. You know they were gonna have sex tonight. You know they were ruined. So the TV's on, and again the channel is ending programming for the day. We see it's two thirty-seven, and it goes to static. And Carol Ann wakes up because she hears oh, whispering. Huh? What is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. What is 237? Um, so she goes to sit in front of it and chat with her TV friends. And this, like, ghostly hand reaches out to her. And it's like, come here and chill with me. But she says, oh, I, don't, I don't feel comfy. She pulls her hand back. And she just watches this, like, ghost shit float above her family that's still asleep in the bed and then it blows it into blows the wall. hard also anytime there's static on one of these tvs it's suddenly like a strobe light situation that's not what static is like it's not at all it's like mm-ms, mm-ms, mm-ms. it is their house is like a fucking disco fucking disco club all the time so the room is shaken now and the family wakes up and this is when we get <laughs> they're here they're just all go back to sleep i guess because now it's the next day yeah i guess they thought it was an earthquake there's no questions no like caroline what the fuck are you talking right. about Who, who's here who's here mom waits till the morning to ask yeah, her about does. this so now we're digging in the backyard to make that pool and steve is talking on the phone about the earthquake last night to his buddy but nobody else mm-hmm. had an earthquake he's like how did you sleep through a 6.5 earthquake and, and they're like girl there was no earthquake i don't know what you're even talking about this is when diana is like caroline what did you mean by they're here and caroline's like the tv people Hmm. Very nonchalant. And then she's like, I gotta watch the static. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and they just never talk about no, it. No, there's it's never brought up again. I would be like, girl, <laughs> who are the TV people? Okay. And I would send her away. So Dana's like, I'm going to school and she leaves and the construction men in the backyard are like, Oh my god, her. they are, and they're like, I love you. And this like, girl's like 15, 16. Yeah, they're making really inappropriate it's gestures disgusting. towards her. She flips them off. Diane is watching all this yes. through the window from the kitchen and window. She just and she's like, ha, ha, hilarious. 
boys oh, will be boys. I heard your daughter of mine. She's right. just flipping people off left like, and right. Your daughter was just sexually harassed right. on her way to school. Before, like, breakfast even. <laughs> but I guess it's funny in the this 80s. Is, I, I guess so, because this is one of the times I'm like, ooh, you're not a good mama, because I would have ran my ass out there. <laughs> So look, in the parents' bedroom, the dog is up on the bed and he's barking at the wall where all the ghost shit flew into it last night. But then he leaves the bedroom, he goes and grabs a toy and he brings it back. Like, I guess he wants the wall to play fetch with him. Nobody pays attention to him. (laughs) Carol Ann sneaks up on Diane from behind, scares her, and... All the chairs at the table have been pushed out. And Diane had already pushed them in and yelled at mm-hmm. his children and, for leaving yes. them out. And she's like, oh, my God, can y'all not leave these here? So then she turns to get something from under the sink. She turns back around and y'all. All them chairs are stacked up on the table. Like in the pyramid. Uh-huh. That w- it was, it's mere seconds. It wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, that's actually a creepy scene. That is creepy. So she's scared and she's like, Carol Ann, did the TV people do this? She's and, like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they did. She's like, D- can you see them right no, now? No, I can't. And, and she's Carolyn's like, like do, do you? you? <laughs> she's like, no, I don't, I don't see anything. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. We both saw nothing but these chairs. Carolyn's like up on the, the counter too, so she couldn't have possibly done it. Also, she's five. There's no way she did <laughs> She doesn't it. have the strength. No. So look, we're with Steve now. He's at work. He's showing some people one, like a model home or one of the homes in this neighborhood. They all look the same. And they're all like, all these homes look the same. He's like, yeah, they do, but they're, it's a great it's place great. to live. He's bragging about his hood. You know he's going to make that sale. And then he goes home, and Diane comes racing. Like, he hasn't gotten out of the car. No, she's like full speed. She is manic as hell. Yeah, she's like, get your ass in here. ASAP, hurry up before it stops. So she drags him into the kitchen, and she's like, i got to show you this shit with the chairs. And she's drawn up her floor. Yeah, she's manic. If he even I says, like, this... do, do you need to lie down? Because <laughs> it's crazy. Um... Look, if I came home and saw this, I'd be like, mm, oh, wow. Let's call the doctor because yeah. something's okay. going on. So she's drawn a circle like in the kitchen part. And then she has these arrows pointing to the dining room area. And she puts the chair in the circle. And then the chair gets slid from there across the dining room into the like over there. And she is giddy about oh, it. God, she cannot she's get d- enough. <laughs> she's downright giddy. Carolyn's like yawning. Like, she has no time for news. this. I'm hungry. She's like, mom didn't make dinner. She didn't make, she didn't do shit. She didn't make lunch. She didn't make dinner. She's been playing with these chairs all day. Starving. And Diane's like, can you chef? We'll go to Pizza Hut. Get your, like, who cares? <laughs> the chairs, Carolyn. But chairs. more importantly, the chairs. So she tries to explain to Steve, like, what's going on and, you know, What's and he's like, I don't. This is weird. I don't get it. She's like, Why don't you sit? Because she puts Carol Ann in the circle and Carol Ann slides and she's like, Steve, get in here and try it. He's she's like, like uh, nope. It tickles. Like the floor kind of pulls you. It's like you can't breathe, but you can. No. <laughs> it's enough. Why would Steve. you put your child through that then? <laughs> this Again. is another example yeah. of bad parenting. Again. Parenting. Parent, parenting. 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 You're from the East Texas Parenting. Parenting. <laughs> I've been in Texas way too long. Yep. So look, they decide to go next door and see if their neighbors are having any weird things going on at their home too. They're getting like bitten to hell by mosquitoes because their neighbor guy will not let them in the home. He just keeps them at the front door. It's a weird scene. The neighbor's like, I'm fine. I'm not getting bitten. Yeah. Okay. So we're like, is this like the poltergeist? Yeah, I don't understand it. They never talk about it again. It's never brought up. They go home, they put calamine lotion on it and then just move on with their lives. Cool, cool, cool. It's storming again. Guess what? Surprise. Guess who's scared? (laughs) 
fucking Robbie. Bitch tits Robbie. Bitch tits. <laughs> Bitch tits Robbie. He's the worst. Diane's trying to convince Steve that this like weird shit isn't a big deal. Like it's really cool. He's he thinks it's kind of creepy and not not cool. Yeah. And he puts his hand, foot down. He's like, you know what? No one else goes in the kitchen until I know what's happening. How are you supposed to stay out of the kitchen? Yeah. You go eat pizza hat every night this week. How are you gonna figure out what's happening, Steve? Because you're a man. You think you know all the of answers. Course, that's why. Exactly. Robbie is stressed like this pressed. He needs a zanny. Like yeah. he's so out of control. Yeah, they should have doused some kids with melatonin gummies. They didn't make that. They needed the Benadryl. Give them kids yes, a zanny. Put them to bed. The arms of the tree just break the window, reach in, and they grab Robbie, and they're just pulling his ass right outside. This wakes up the whole house as, as it, it should. As it would. Yeah. Steve runs out. He runs outside. Like the tree is kind of preventing him from getting outside. It's like no, I'm gonna block the door. The tree apparently now has like hella long arms i don't know and can eat while the rest of the family is like downstairs dealing with robbie's tree abduction the closet light comes on because caroline just stayed in bed she didn't care enough about robbie no, to help she didn't. out she's like yeah i need my sleep and it's like super bright and we also, hear the whispering i don't think they ended up having dinner at all i don't think they mm, went to pizza well we didn't see Hut, it so, yeah but <laughs> i don't think did, they did we didn't see it caroline's hungry and sleepy and doesn't have time for this but she's like mom there's something going on in the closet mom dad but they're no, outside they're outside with the tree i guess dana's out there too i really don't know dana, dana comes and goes not important they, they don't done. give a fuck about dana they could have done without dana in this yeah, whole movie they really could have she's not giving bringing anything to the table no here. and the family doesn't care about her either not at all she's just like apparently at the holiday inn all the time and mom has no idea she's got hickeys all over her body nobody know, seems to nope. care so look everything in the fucking room is getting pulled into the closet i'm talking everything and caroline's hold on to her bed the chairs the wardrobes everything. all of it toys. All the toys caroline's hold on to the bed frame like fully extended yeah. in the air it's like mommy daddy like she's fucking dorothy in the wizard of oz here <laughs> So outside, Robbie's getting eaten by that tree. Yeah, like eaten, eaten. Like he's gobbling going, his ass He's up. going in. And Caroline gets sucked into the closet. Bye, Caroline. Bye. Steve does manage to get Robbie out of the tree, and they fall to the ground. And the tree is like, let me try it one more, once more, you know, for those in the back. And he grabs him, but then suddenly the tree gets sucked up. Into by a tornado? It looked like a whirlpool, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, a tornado. Okay. And Dana finally shows up. And she's like, oh my God, a tornado took the tree. Girl. Okay, Dana. <laughs> that tried to eat my brother. You couldn't have helped Carol Ann out. You didn't hear that scream in the right. house. Right, no. Because you were in the house. But whatever. They run inside to look for Carol Ann, but she's gone. The room's cleaned out. There's just like two mattresses up against the closet door because they wouldn't fit. That's got to be unsettling. So they're all like, shit. They look all over the house for Carol Ann. Like, everywhere. They can't find her. And Diane is like, oh, my God. She's fallen into the swimming pool. Oh, yes. <laughs> so they rush out there. It's like a muddy hole. There's no pool yet. Not yet. There is water in the deep end because of the rain. But otherwise, it's just a big muddy pit. It is. And Coach dives right in that bitch. He dives. I mean, apparently it's deep enough for him to dive. I guess so. I mean, I Doesn't don't... make sense. <laughs> You know, okay. But she's not there. And Robbie's up in the parents' bedroom and he hears Caroline calling for mom because they got a TV in there. And he's screaming for Diane. So she runs up there and she also hears Carol Ann and they're looking around. And then Robbie's like, she's in the TV. With his little tooth. It's like tooth. a silhouette of their faces. And all you can see is that fucking tooth of Robbie's. Like front tooth. Those teeth. Ugh. Those two bunny teeth. Because I guess he lost the ones on either side. Yeah. And then they, we hear Carol Ann's voice coming from the TV. So look, it's another day now. It's definitely not the next day. It's been multiple days. Yeah. Because Coach is sitting with some paranormal, paranormal experts. He looks bad. 
Yeah, he looks like shit. He looks actually, real haggard. And he even says like, "Yeah, we've just been like not going in this room. You know, we've locked, we've had it locked, this and that." So it's definitely we get the impression it's been days. Days. And he even says like, "You know, I don't give a fuck about all the pounding, the screaming, the opening of the cabinets. I just want my little girl back." Which is weird as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the doctor, her name is Doctor Lesh. Mm, I call her Sally Jesse Raphael. She looks. She has the glasses. She does. She's like, so would you be cool like if we showed up to your house and just did some ghost investigating? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, this one's like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Just get my daughter just, back. Yeah. So they all head to the house, and Steve's like, we keep this room locked, and he unlocks the door for them. Shit's popping off in there. Shit's floating around. It's all the things, lamps, toys, beds are spinning. There's laughter. This, these graphics, though. My um, notes say, was this shit made for 3D? Because this looks crazy. <laughs> I was like, wow, wow, wow. How far we've come. <laughs> it looks so... This is Oscar nominated. Right? For visual effects. It looks so terrible. It's hilarious. Okay. So now the doctor and her people are meeting with the fam at the kitchen table. And Dr. Lesh is like, poltergeist, you know, are associated with people. And hauntings are associated with the location. Places, yeah. And poltergeists are short term. And hauntings are like long term. And he's like, so you think that this could all just end and we'll She's never like, get our daughter it back? Could. Comforting. Her two assistants' names are Ryan and Marty, just for uh, FYI. Okay, I call them black and white. Okay. One of them is black and one of them is white. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Diana is convinced that Carol Ann's alive in the house somewhere, inside the house. She's like, let me show you the TV and how we talk to Carol Ann. So one of the assistants, I think it's Ryan, he has on like some headphones. He hears the whispers. Is Ryan the black guy or the yeah, white guy? Yeah, he's the black guy. Okay. And we hear Carol Ann say, hello, daddy, through the TV. So now they're chatting with Carol Ann. They want to know where she is. And Carol Ann's like, I don't know. There's a light here, but I'm afraid of it. And the doctor's like, tell her ass to stay away from that stay light. Stay away from that damn Here's light. Here's what's weird. She can hear everybody in the room because when dad talks, she hears it. When mom talks, she hears it. But everybody else is like, tell her tell this. Tell her. Can you not talk to her? That Carol Ann, stay away from the light. Right. It just seems odd to me. Is it all, like a family psychic connection and nobody else actually hears I her guess. talking? I, I do know that like Carol Ann has to be confused as fuck as to like when she's supposed to go to the light and when she's supposed to stay like, away from it. changing their mind left and right. And she's real tiny, y'all. So I don't know. She, honestly, I'm surprised she just obeys without asking a shit ton of questions. Yeah. Kids That's love true. to ask questions. Ask why? How? But why? Why? Just leave her in the TV. And they also don't want to do what you want them to do. They have Ever. Like no desire to be helpful. You're like, can you come in here? It's really important. <sighs> no. Why? I'm busy. They just ignore your ass. Gross. So this is when the doctor's like, stay away from the light. And then this portal opens up on the ceiling and jewelry just rains down. Sure does. Watches. I think it's a bunch of watches. Maybe some like necklaces in there as well. Yeah, there's just a bunch of jewelry. Yeah, it's coming down. And Caroline's like, there's somebody in here with me. And we hear, like, banging. Caroline's crying for help. Mm-hmm. She says, someone's coming. Diane gets blasted with some wind. And she tells the others, Caroline just moved through her. I felt her. She, I can smell, I smell her. her. It is giving me Nancy Manel vibes as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's in me. It is. It for sure. Is. I wonder if this is where Nancy got it, her inspiration. Because <laughs> she's just like, smell my scarf. I smell my baby. She went through my soul. Steve smells it. And he's like, yeah. yeah that's it. That's definitely, definitely smell my daughter. Caroline. I don't. What does she smell like? Do people have a specific stink to well, them? I mean, like, does she wear certain perfume? Right. 
like she's a child, so it's just she not just her smells baby like nothing. shampoo. Yeah. About 500 other kids smell like that shit in your neighborhood alone. Yeah, not real sure. I don't get it. Dr. Lesh is like, cool, I'm going to go to my office and just <laughs> do a few things. Like, no big deal. I'll definitely be back. I'm going to just dig into this a little bit further. I'm, and we hear thudding. Like, the wind kicks up. There's growling. Everybody's getting tossed mm-hmm. about. And Dr. Lesh wants to know where Caroline was when she disappeared. And she's like, she was in the closet. And Steve tells doc- the doctor, he's like, they're not going to let you yeah. in there. You can't go investigate that room. The other assistant, I guess, went upstairs just to check shit out, Marty. And he comes down. He's been bitten. Yes. He tried to go into the kid's room, but he's like, something bit me. He's got a big-ass bite. Like, his whole torso has a bite on it. Steve's like, Diane, can you please take Robert and Dana to a hotel? And she's like, no. Nope, we sure aren't. I will not leave without Carolyn. What about your other children? Right. So, like, your one is already sucked up into the TV. Do you really want to risk the other two? She don't care about Robbie, and we've established that she doesn't give two Ugh, shits about no Dana. No one cares about Dana. She I mean, just cares about creepy ass We don't Carol even know Ann. where Dana is right now. <laughs> She's not not around. Because, yeah, it's her and Robbie on the couch, and Coach is, like, sit, set up in a chair. Yeah. But where's Brian and Marty that we don't even care about are there more than Dana yep, is. I guess she's upstairs in her I room. I think she's at a friend's house, honestly. She's fending for herself. So, look, later, the um, Ryan and Marty are, like, discuss and Dr. Lush, I think, are discussing what could be causing this. And Diane tells the doctor, you know, she's like, I'm a little embarrassed because now that, the, like, the frenzy's over, I can see how this seems crazy. And the doctor's like... <sighs> It's cool. And she pulls out a bottle of booze and they just both take yeah. a nip. Oh By the God. morning, that shit's gone too, but FYI. Yeah, they, they fucked it up. So Robbie's like, do you think I could die and then go find Carolyn and then bring her back? Robbie, girl. <laughs> Robbie, you're not equipped. It's you're not a bitch. all about you, okay? Bitch tits. Dr. Lush is like, no, no, you know, they're there. They're there. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. Go to sleep. My notes say, honestly, I wasn't listening because it's trying to tug at your heartstrings. I don't fuck with that. Yep, same. I know she's <laughs> she's telling me some like comforting bullshit. I'm like, I'm zoned out. Megan will write it down. <laughs> I didn't write it down. No, I don't care. Basically, some ghosts are nice and some are mean in the story. Yes. Steve still looks haggard as hell. Oh Doesn't God. look great. So look, later we see Diane and Robbie. They're asleep on the couch. Steve's asleep in a chair. They're all in the living room. They've made this poor Dr. Lush sleep at the dining room table. And she's older than all of them. She's real old. Like, she should be the one in the on the couch. Poor old ass lady. And the two assistants are just chilling. One's like, I'm going to go get some food. And he just helps himself to their to a shit. steak. A full ass steak. He's going to cook it. He gets out of the pan. But, like, did he even ask? No. He got so a chicken like, wing. It was in the refrigerator. Too. So they planned on eating this real soon. Yeah, because it goes bad quick. Right. Doesn't it? I don't eat steak. I don't know. Mm. Barf. The steak starts squishing across the counter. He said it. <sighs> he said it directly on the counter. Yes. Or did he put it on the plate? No. He okay. said it on the <sighs> counter. Gross. Guy, you don't know these people. How clean is that counter? And are you going to clean the countertop you when you're done? Well, not. You know it's going to have not. steak germs all over it. Gross. E. coli like a motherfucker. <sighs> the steak starts like moving across the counter. It's and like he... worming down the counter. It's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like inchworming. Yeah. yeah, it is. And he turns to just watch it. It starts to get like all gross. Like it's, I don't know, deteriorating or something from the inside. And he drops the chicken leg that was in his mouth that he was eating. And then he sees oh, it's got maggots, maggots. on it. So, so he's go, like, you know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom and like wash my face. He bombs, like, yeah. I think, real quick. A little bit. And then it gets real weird in here, y'all. Oh, boy. So the light gets real bright. He looks in the mirror. He's got a cut on his cheek that just showed up from nowhere. And he's like, weird. So he starts picking at it and his face. And he just pulls his whole face The whole off. face. It's like clumps in the sink. He's pulling it out. Like you got bare naked ass eyeballs. Bones. Yeah. Muscles. 
It's hella gross. Then he comes back to himself and it was all just like an illusion. So now we're recording something. They got a bunch of old school camcorders, like the big ones, mm-hmm. set up all over the living room. And Ryan is recording it, but he's not paying attention. He's got headphones on. No, he's got on. headphones in, listening to some music. The camera just gets turned by itself, you know, by ghost, I guess, to point up the stairs. And then there's like a fog coming from upstairs. A door squeaks open like a bright light. Ryan doesn't see any of it. No. Marty comes out of the bathroom. He sees it. He's shook to his core. Yeah, he is. He's like, boy, wake up. He grabs Ryan. He's like, can you pay attention? You're supposed to be like on watch, you know? And they both watch like this mist come down the stairs. It's like of, energy and light. Like balls of light. Kind of looks like a woman. That's why I said it like resolves itself into a woman. But what looks like, it looks like a woman now. When we watch it on the camera in five minutes, it doesn't look, it, it does looks not. like multiple people. Ryan is hard for this. Like he cannot he get enough of it. And yeah, the little woman floats down the stairs into the living room. The whole fam's woken up and they all yeah. see it. Steve is like, the fuck is that? They huddle together. Dana's gone. It just zooms out the ceiling. And Dr. Lesh is like, Ryan, did you get it on video? Please tell me you did. He's like, they got it on tape. For our younger listeners, like, (laughs) VHS is a cassette tape. It's like recording with your phone back in the day. Right. But it wasn't your phone. Yeah. So they're like, let's watch it. And they're like, hell yeah, we got all this on tape. On tape, it looks very different from what we saw in real life. Yeah, there's a bunch of people on tape. But okay. I swear it was just one lady when we saw it. There are a lot of souls. And apparently they look lonely. I don't know how she knows that because you couldn't see anybody's face, but cool. The next day, Robbie gets packed off to grandma's in a taxi by herself. Bye, along with the puppers. Y'all, just alone. The the kid is eight. They're like, get in that cab with your one little suitcase. Take that dog with you. Take your dog and go to grandma. We don't know this man. The hell with Dana, I guess, too. This is how kids get kidnapped. Especially back then. Yes. And you know back in the 80s, they loved little boys. Yes. 70s and 80s. I think Dana's at the friend's house. I hope so. She should have gone to the grandma's house yeah, too, but whatever. Really Nobody cares about her. Dr. Lash is looking at all the jewelry that came out of the ceiling and she's like, well, I'm off to the lab again. She needs to analyze them. I'll be back. And the doorbell rings and Steve goes to give it. And this is when Dr. Lash tells Diane, she's like, look, I'm going to leave Ryan here because he's trustworthy, but Marty can't But be. Marty, he's out. He's he's, uh, he's too terrified. Yeah. Frankly. I, I would have been out too. Yeah. That whole picking my face off scene. No, I'm out. It's, it's I'm no. It's no. She's like, I will be back. I will bring somebody with me. And they hug. And, yeah. Embrace deep. Like it's like sensual. It is. I'm like, what? Diane like cradles her head. They got drunk. They got drunk and they kind of like diddled each other a a little bit. They They had a little lezzy rendezvous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They had a moment. Yeah, they had a moment. It's (laughs) in the extended footage. So look at the door. It was Steve's boss, and he's like, "Why haven't you been to work?" But also, you look like shit. Yeah, and he tells them that he has the flu, and then the boss is like, "Cool." I need you to come with me anyway, even though you clear you clearly look terrible and yeah. you say and you, you have, have the, flu. the flu. Meanwhile, like the house is wild now. Like there's a <laughs> piano is. moving in the back and he's trying to Steve's like, Don't see that. Oh no. Come this this lights flickering. <laughs> They go. They leave. Okay, so Diane's upstairs. She's, like, grabbing laundry from, I guess, Dana's room. Um, She goes to Carol Ann's room <laughs> and knocks and calls for Carol Ann just to be sure. And she opens the door, and it's like, Rah! So she just closes it. Yeah. Just <laughs> she's like, okay. And she cries. Yeah. She, she, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She cries a lot. She spends the rest of this movie with, like, one tear on her cheek like she's a three-year-old toddler. Oh, we'll get into that later. I just, I don't like her character. (laughs) All right, so Boss Man, I don't know his name, Steve's boss, Boss Man. I just call him Boss Man as well. Boss Man and Coach have gone to some hill, and they're walking around. The boss is like, can you 
imagine like this is where your home, new home is because he's trying to like yeah. sweeten he Steve's deal. That Steve is like looking for a side hustle because he hasn't been at work, and trying then he noticed yeah. all the the equipment from the paranormal guys, and he's like, "It looks like you're kind of trying to build your side hustle." So if you're not happy. So he's like, let me tell you, you can have this brand new and wonderful mm-hmm. giant house right here. And he's like, weren't one of your kids born in the house? It was Carol Ann, we find out. And yeah, he, the boss man's like, "Do you are you planning to leave the neighborhood? Steve's just like ignoring him. He's not paying attention. And the boss is like, look, we're starting phase five of our development, this neighborhood. And you could be right here. And y'all, we turn around and there's like a giant cemetery. <laughs> giant right behind them. And Steve's like, but there's a cemetery right here. And the guy's like, we can move it. We'll just not move a big it. Deal. And Coach is like, um, that's kind of shitty. The man straight up says, it's not like it's ancient tribal right. burial ground. Right. He's like, these are just people. Who cares? He's like, we've done it before. And Steve's like, say what? He's like, yeah, we did it in 76 in the valley, right where you live, by the way. Yeah. Right over under your house. So Steve's like, wait, what? There's There was a cemetery where I lived? And the guy's like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, he's like, we moved him. And they're only five minutes up the road. Their parents can come see. Like, no one's ever had an issue with this but your ass. So <laughs> so now it's night. And Dr. Lush is back. And she's brought a friend. This is Tangina. Yes! Tiny T. She is that bitch. She is. She knows it, too. She sure does. She comes in with her tinted glasses mm-hmm. like, hey, bitch. She got that French roll roll tight. Okay. And her name is Tangina. No last right. name. Yeah. No last name just needed. Tangina. She comes in and just heads up the stairs. She's a psychic. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I need y'all to back off. You're jamming my frequency. Yes, she does. That's my favorite. We all move out the way. You're jamming my frequencies. Do y'all mind hanging back? You're jamming my frequencies. She has the cutest little voice. So she heads upstairs. And that booty is thangin'. That thing is thangin'. She's, she's she popping the ass when she goes up. Pop, like, okay, pop, man. pop, pop. Yeah. Steve is unimpressed. Hella skeptical. Like, what the fuck is this? My friend, Steve. My guy. Why, it's help. Why are you so worried? Like, why are you so skeptical? Right. Like, you've seen things that should have your mind open exactly. to the other realm. Exactly. But, you know. He's, he's still, you know not feeling it and diane says look we haven't heard from carol ann since last night and tangina wants to know why that door is locked and steve's like that's carol ann's room that's you know while well, that shit's popping off in there it's too much too much keep trouble gotta keep it locked okay so now tan is like i just keep my notes i'll say tan because it's easier to write than tangina yeah Tiny T. Tiny T asked Diane for her hand and Diane's like this is what she's got a tear on her cheek for the rest of the movie just a little tear there <laughs> she does and Tangina tells Carol tells Diane that Carol Ann's alive. She's definitely in the house. Diane starts crying again. Of course she does. And Tiny T is like, where was the last bi-location? And Dr. Lush is like, upstairs. Whatever that means. So the apparently that's the point of origin. Right. It's the closet. That's where all the shit pops off. That closet. And Tan's like, you gotta do anything I ask, no matter what it is. Will you do anything I ask, even if it comes contrary to your beliefs as a human being? Yes, I promise, please. No Could be matter, crazy, yeah. but you gotta do it. Even if it tests your Christianity, who you are as a human, do care. what the fuck I say. Diane's like, no problem. All right, got it. Bit. But there is a problem. <laughs> Steve? Well, both of them. What is Diane's problem? Well, later on, she doesn't want to do, like, they just... Oh, you mean when they fight over who gets to go in? Yeah, well. Well, and, um, you know, she tells her to tell Caroline to come into the light later on, and she's mm. like... 
I'm not gonna lie. That's because last night she was definitely told not to let that bitch in the light. It's confusing. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Tiny T is like, let's all join a circle. She tells them that ghosts are attracted to Caroline's life mm-hmm. force because she's strong or whatever. And they're not at rest and also not aware they're dead and blah, blah, blah. They need to go into the they, light. Yeah, they need Caroline to lead them. However, there is this one motherfucker down there. He bad news. He's, he's terrible. I, I think he's a demon of some kind. Yeah, but Caroline, he's like talking to Caroline as a child. So like she trusts him. And she doesn't like, oh, know. This may be above. And he's using her to like hold the others hostage, right. essentially. She's like, yeah, she thinks it's another child, but y'all, it's the devil. Cool. It's the beast. Let's start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter's best friend is the <laughs> devil and let's go. Hilarious. So they gather up a bunch of shit that she wanted and she tells Diane to call for Caroline. They get nothing. So Tan's like, keep trying. And then she's like, Steve, maybe you could participate. For real. And she's like, you need to yell for Caroline and get mad at yeah, her. Because she's like, she's being restrained, right? Like, she thinks she's safe, but she's not. Right. And she's like, who is she most afraid of? And they're like, it's Steve, for sure. <laughs> well, she's like, well, neither of us, but Steve does size the punishment. He gets real banal shake about does. that. How dare, like, you, How dare you, How dare you? But he does. He's like, Caroline, you answer me right now. And so Caroline's like, what's up? Hey, he's out of you. Again, Tiny T's like, Diane, ask her about the light. Caroline's just like, help me. Help me, mommy, mommy. Mommy, help me. And now Diane's like, Caroline, you got to go into the light. Yeah. And Diane's like, no, I won't. I won't tell her. <laughs> it's a lie. And she's like, but do you want your baby back or not? Like, I thought we just established we just five said, minutes do ago. whatever it takes. Not even five minutes. She's like, clear your minds because this guy knows what scares you and he will use it against you. Which wouldn't have a problem for me because, you know, there's nothing in there. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> Y'all, they get a close up on this doorknob. This doorknob is exactly the doorknobs we used to have when I was a kid. Really? I said those it doorknobs are really nice. They are the exact like doorknobs. They're antique I love They're them. They're so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> So she tells them to open the door. Can she not do anything herself? No. She's like, Steve, get this door open. I'm standing in front of it, so you have to reach around me, but open this door. Or just over her head, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so she yells at Ryan to go downstairs and wait by the target. So they've drawn this like big circle on the ceiling. Where all the jewelry fell from. Right. And he runs down there. And she tells Steve to give her a tennis ball. Because they've made these tennis balls. They've written like one, two, three, whatever on them. And she throws it into the closet. And then it falls out the ceiling. And Ryan catches it. It's covered in this like red jelly shit. Mm, like it's some gross. membrane shit. It, it's like, you know when they have a baby being born in the movie. And they're like, let me cover it in this disgusting lumpy jelly looking <laughs> goop. That's what it looks like. So he's like, it's definitely the same ball. Did we doubt that it was? <laughs> it has my handwriting. So Tiny T throws the second one. Ryan catches it. And he's now like, she's. He's like, kiss my ass. Number two. <laughs> yes. So mine. now she's like, Diane, come in the room with me. So Diane goes in. They hold hands. And Steve comes in with a big old rope. Mm-hmm. And Tiny T is like, Diane, now you tell Carolyn not to go into the light. Let's confuse her. You just told her <laughs> to. But now tell her not to. <laughs> Let's keep her on her toes. And then Steve throws the rope into the closet and it falls out, you know, at the ceiling. And they tell Ryan to start kind of pulling it gently. And he's, there's, it's got that pink chunky stuff all yes. over it when it comes out. And Tiny T is like, all right, I'm going in after Caroline. And Diane's like, no, girl, I will go yeah, in. Yeah, she's like, she don't know you. She's not going to come to you. What do you think you're doing? I'm going in after her. Won't come to you. Tiny 
Tia's like, girl, you don't know what you're doing. And Diane's like, near you to you. either. So, and, <laughs> and she's I'm like, you know, <laughs> Diane's like, they're tiny T's. Like, you right. She's you like, go ahead. Go ahead. You got I don't want to do it anyway. Fuck it. So Steve ties the rope around Diane and they send her ass in. First, they they kiss in front of the light so it's like silhouetted. There's yes, like they do. what my captions say, dramatic music it, playing. Yes. They have a little smoochy smooch. They say their goodbyes. You know, Dr. Lesh is watching all this and she's just like, oh, it's so beautiful. She she's loves moved. them. She's yeah, moved I think she soul. wants a threesome with She them. definitely does. She's, you know, she loves Diane and she, she'll she put up with Diane. Steve she'll- just to... Before. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve wants to know how they're going to know when Diane has Carol Ann, but Tiny T is just like, I don't have time for you. And she's like, cross over. All are welcome to go into the light. And Steve's and like, like, girl, what? you just told him not to. <laughs> he is aghast. He is. And he starts pulling on the rope and this big skeleton face yeah, pops uh-huh. out. Again, the, you know, the, the graphics, the graphics are top notch. It's like some big demon. It scares him. And honestly, y'all, right before Diane jumped into the closet, she was like, never let go of this rope. And he's like, girl, I will never I let will go. I will never. He immediately lets go of this rope. As soon as that motherfucker came out, he's like, ah. He's like, nope. Nope. And Ryan and Dr. Lesher downstairs. So they pull on the rope and Diane and Caroline fall from the ceiling portal. Covered She's in goop. Goo. Oh. They're also apparently not breathing. So Steve comes down. He picks them up. They rush them into the, like the tub. I don't know why. To make them breathe. I guess to get all the stuff off of them. But I don't know. They had sense. this tub ready to go. Like like Tiny T knew they would need a tub. Is it because it's like amniotic and they need to go into to like go some in warm some, water? Maybe, I don't understand yeah. what's happening. But he, they're in the bathtub and Coach has gone crazy. They finally wake up. They do. They're all fine. And he kisses her Ugh. with that goop on her. <laughs> You don't know what that is, right? Sir. That you is have, another realm. You have no <laughs> idea what that is. So Doctor Lush just shuts the door so the family can have some a private moment, and Ryan's pointing the camera at Tan, and she is feeling yeah, herself. She is. Her hair's a little messed up, but she fixes it. She looks at the camera and she's like, "This house is clean. This, this house, house is clean. clean. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch." Dr. Lush is relieved. She, there's a close-up of her at the end, and like Dr. Lush's hair is intact. It is. She uses a lot of hairspray, awkward girl. You mess. can't. <laughs> so look, the fam's not taking any chances. They're moving the hell out of this Packing house. Packing their shit up now, y'all. It's the next day. This they is a lot done. They have like so. How did they get this done in the mere hours? <laughs> hours, Kim. Because, like, so you come out of this like other realm. I guess you're in the bathtub. Like you clean your goo up, and then you just fucking pack. Immediately start like, packing. Don't tend to Caroline. Like I know you've been traumatized as fuck, but like pack up your room, sweetie. Let's go. Also, Dana shows up out of nowhere, and she's gonna go to a friend's house for dinner. And Diane's like, "Did you pack your room?" And she's like, "Got the whole thing packed already." How? <laughs> what? <laughs> Diane has come through the portal with these like white streaks in her hair. Okay, like, honestly, and I'm feeling those white streaks. They're cute, and da- but Dana's like, you look like an old bitch. So you want to cover those? So they're gonna go stay the night at the Holiday Inn, apparently, because nobody wants to live in this house. And Steve is like, real quick though, D, I gotta run to my office and pack up my desk because he's quitting his job. Yeah. I love how she's like, we worked so hard for this house, and there's so many memories. And he's like, I'm gonna go to work. Right? He doesn't even care. He's <laughs> like, all right, cool. Fuck. Love you. Bye. And he pieces out. Di- Diane decides she's going to dye her hair real quick while she's packing. Well, Diane, girl. There's t- wait. I don't understand. I don't understand this either. Like, you're leaving tonight. You're going to try to dye your hair. But then they all get in their night clothes. Yeah. Diane has no pants on. Diane 
you're going to the Holiday Inn. You're not sleeping here. Also, let me just point out that bathroom is not packed up. It was not. Not at all. But not it's, one bit it's of it. It's a glamour bathroom from the oh, 80s. God. It's got like the bulbs around the fucking mirror. It's amazing. She's going to take a bath real quick. So she yeah. goes and tells the kids, like Robbie and Carol Ann, <laughs> that she's going to take a bath. And they and take themselves in. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm not. T- I know y'all have just had really traumatic things to go on. Look. I'm tired. Tuck yourselves in. Number one mom out. shit here, yep. right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I would make them sleep with me, right? Yeah, like, for sure. She doesn't care, especially mm-hmm. they're in the room with the closet, yes, the, the portal room. But I guess they believe Tiny T, the house is clean. I guess so. If you believe that, why are you moving? Right. Um. It's it's not adding up here. No. The math ain't math. She don't love them kids. <laughs> You know what? She does love that weed. And yes, she time does. For man. So look, she gets in the bath. Kids tuck themselves in. That clown is once again in that chair facing Robbie. Why? And he tries to like throw his jacket, but he misses. So he's just like, okay, I guess I'll go okay. to sleep. Diane is like in the tub. I feel like she's feeling sexy. She's like yes. rubbing herself. Oh, essentially. Like, I, th- mm. I thought that she was about to like take a little diddle diddle. I definitely thought she was going to diddle real yeah, quick. Yeah, but she... I mean, she may. We don't know. She the, may have, but she the dog, fell asleep. The dog is watching her. So maybe she was like, not with the dog here. I don't know, but that's what I thought we were going into. There's an excessive amount of steam also. There's no way there's this much steam from that, that bath you're taking. In the kid's room. Robbie hears some rustling. So he gets up and looks, and y'all, that clown is not in the chair. Ooh. He is terrified. He's like, but he, he gets, you know, brave, and he looks under the bed. Both sides. First side, nothing. Second side, nothing. He sits up. Bam. That clown pops up. Mm-hmm. He's like, gotcha. And this is where he starts strangling his ass. Snatched him up. Carol Ann does finally wake up as the clown drags Robbie under the bed. And Diane's just in the in her bedroom drying her hair. She's drying her, her hair. Thing. Her beautiful hair. She's in like this little cute little night shirt. There's no way when you blow dry your hair it would be that curly. That's not how it works. I have white people straight hair. That's not how it works. <laughs> anyway. She lays down on her bed and something like pushes on her and raises up her shirt so we see her panties. And I'm like, are we about to see ghost rape? I thought in the, the same. In the PG like, movie? Yeah. It definitely felt like it because it, it kept raising her shirt and she mm-hmm. keeps pushing it down. And I was like, okay, we'll be, we'll be about to see. <laughs> <laughs> then she gets pulled up onto the wall and up onto the ceiling. She's just screaming, let me go. Like Robbie and that clown are in a death match under the bed and the closet opens and it's there with the light again. And Carolyn's like, not again. Oh, motherfucker, I just came out of here. <laughs> I want to go back and like this weird like shit starts coming foamy out the portal shit, door yeah. yeah it's like foamy membrane it's gross goopy so shit's getting sucked in again i don't know where they got all the stuff from because it didn't come out the ceiling portal but all their shit seems was to be packed back. up well also all their shit they got back that room was straight ass empty it's that closet sucked everything up so where'd you get the clown even where'd he come from they came back no one was, was he alarmed. covered in goop probably you cleaned him and set him right back on Robbie's chair. <laughs> They've gotten a lot done in a few hours. Yeah. They must have had some cocaine. The only way you could have gotten it done are Adderall. Robbie can't get the door open. And Diane finally gets off the ceiling and runs to the room. She, Robbie can't get the door open. She can't get the door open. There's like a big ghost monster blocking the door and growling at her. <laughs> Again, the special effects here are top notch. She falls down the stairs. She tries to get back up the stairs. She gets electrocuted. It's really a lot. Yeah, <laughs> lots. And she's <sighs> the whole time, you know, crying. Caroline's just like on her bed, chilling, not even trying to help not Robbie. Phased. She's she didn't seen some shit. So 
Diane runs outside. She's screaming for her neighbor's help. She falls into she the, falls pool, in the pool. And then a bunch of skeletons pop up. Mm-hmm. And she climbs up onto like the shallow end area and a coffin pops up in front of her and opens and we get to see a skeleton again. This one's dressed. And she's trying to get out of the pool. She just can't, y'all. It's muddy. It's raining again. But she just got out of the bath. She's dirty she's, as hell. How I'd be depressing. So mad. I know. <laughs> He's Damn so it. upset. She slides back into the deep end with all the skellies. Did you notice that they all have noses? It made me laugh. I did not. They all have noses, which you know skeletons yeah. don't have. <laughs> she grabs onto this hose of some equipment. Equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts to pull herself out. She's got some strong arms because I would not that be able to do popping. And a hand grabs her and it's her neighbor. It's the neighbor, the TV guy. And he helps her out. And she's like, please come in the house and help me. He's like, no. They look upstairs. She's like, my kids are up there. They look up and that house is fucking. It's disco party up there. They're like, uh, Lights no. are flicker. And they're like, yeah. I'm not no, we good though, but good luck. <laughs> she runs back in the house and she runs upstairs. And then suddenly the door to the kid's bedroom is like really far yeah, the away. The hallway like elongates and she like. Keeps and it's running, like, but it keeps getting larger. It's like the hallway at my office when you have to go to the bathroom and walk down this hella long hallway. Same. It's so irritating. She runs. She gets in. Now the closet is like this huge mouth, this gaping mouth, and it's roaring and shit. Kids are holding on for dear life to the bed frame. Again. And the mouth is sucking at them. Dee gets kind of pulled into this as well, but she manages to hold into the door frame. And she manages to grab Robbie's hand. Robbie grabs Carolyn. There's a lot of screaming in between this, too. She pulls them all out. I, I just really tightened it up because it, it took a long time yeah, to get there. Yeah, it, it really did. There was a snake and shit. Like, you don't need to know that. She just Who cares? pulled him out. She pulled him out. Steve has finally showed back up from the office. I guess at 1030. Steve, how long were you there? Good Lord. He had to tell his secretary goodbye. <laughs> he sees all the lights coming from the kids' room. And at this point, the fam opens up the front door and tries to run out. But the coffin blocks the yeah, way. And she's like, Stephen, help us. The boss, I guess, was dropping Steve off because he's seeing all this. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, holy crap. Now there's coffins just busting up everywhere, y'all. In yeah. the yard, in the all home. in the house. In the yard. And Steve yells at his boss. He's like, you son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones. You only moved the headstones. You didn't move the bodies, did you? You only (laughs) moved the headstones. And he repeats, you moved the headstones. This is like his Oscar clip, y'all. He's going for it here. Why? Why? (laughs) Okay, coach. And does shit else. He doesn't help his family because they come running from around the the boss. (laughs) They come running from the back with the dog. They get in the car. He's fumbling with his keys. I don't know why she couldn't just leaned over and unlock the car. Same. But I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> she just went, Steve, hurry, hurry up, Steve. God damn it. Well, if you unlocked it, it would go a lot faster. He starts the car. A skelly jumps out at them. That's what I think. I guess they were just going to burn ass yeah, off. they were. Without Dana. They don't care about <laughs> Dana, Kim. <laughs> Dana just happens to be dropped off. She happens in to pull time. up at this moment, and she's just standing in the yard, like screaming. What's happening? Steve's With a like, big get old in this car. Oh, that big ass! Mm-hmm. It is red as hell. And she gets in the car, and they haul ass out. And the neighborhood's just like erupting with shit. Water's flying everywhere. Shit's popping off left and right. The house like throws out a bolt of energy and hits the boss. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the house just kind of like gets sucked into this big bright yeah. light and disappears. All the neighbors are watching it too. It's gone. And the boss is just like shamefaced yeah. there. It fucked up the whole block, to be honest. Yeah. And the fam just drives off safely. They make it to the Holiday Inn and they trudge up to their room. They look dejected as fuck. All of them are dirty except for Dana. 
and Steve. And Steve. Yeah. It's all right. Dana and Steve are the only ones dressed appropriately, too. Dana and Steve both have on outdoor clothes. The kids are in nightgowns. And, and Dana's still in, or Diane Mama's has in her on t-shirt. a t-shirt and panties. No shoes. T-shirt and my panties Exactly. On. That's all she's got. But she's dirty as hell, too. Yes, yes. So, look, they all go in, and they shut the door. And then Steve opens the door. He rolls the TV in there out. he ain't playing. And they shut the door, and that's the end of the movie. Pans away. <sighs> Tell me your thoughts. Thoughts. It's a it's, wild ride. It's a wild ride. I think for the 80s, fantastic. A lot of people were scared about over this movie. The yeah. effects were apparently top notch. But watching it now, it's, it's a little comical. It's campy and funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's good, but it's it's campy. I agree. It's pretty It's pretty silly. But it's still fun. You know, I think if I had watched it as a kid in the 80s, I would have been scared. would have been traumatized. For sure. But we didn't watch it as... We didn't watch this kind of shit. I, I don't guess it. my parents liked horror movies. I don't know. We didn't Probably watch this kind not. of shit. My mom will watch them with me now, though. Like, she likes them. I don't understand what was going on. But anyway. My mom likes a certain few. I'm going to see if I can get her to watch one tonight. Oh, yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready to rate it? I am. Let's do it. For Chucky. For Chucky, I gave it a 1.5. A 1.5. There's no um, jump scares. The, when the clown pops out and grabs Robbie, that kind of startled me a touch, but not like a lot. I gave it a 1 just for the clown scene. Yeah. That's it as well. Yeah. Uh, Freddie, what do you give it for mind fuckery? A 1. Is it same fucker with your mind? Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Not th- it's giving me no fuckery at none, all. None. None at all. Leatherface gore. 1. Yeah. Besides like the chunky goo, which is not gory, but just weird. That's it's, it. Yeah. There's not a lot of, I mean, this PG, so that yeah. I guess they couldn't do a lot. I guess. Hannibal? They can smoke weed, but they can't have blood. How smart is it? I gave it a two. I like the concept. Of the. Of like a haunted. Moving the. Yeah. And that kind of thing is interesting. I gave it a 1.5. For the same thing. We're close. Yeah. yeah. And Pennywise, what's your overall enjoyment? I gave it a 2.5. So did I. Twins. I mean, it's cute. Like, it's fine. If I saw it on TV, would I put it on? Probably. Yeah, you know, I'd leave it, it on, on. But, like, I wouldn't be like, ooh, I'm going to settle down to watch Poltergeist Right. Today. For sure. So my total's an 8. Mine is a 6.5. Okay. Why are you confused by it? I'm like, wait, didn't we have, like... Damn near. You had lower on Chucky and you um, had lower on something okay. else. Yeah, okay. So what are we doing next time? We are doing host. 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 I've not seen it, so I'm excited. I, I feel like I've seen it, but I can't remember. Isn't that sad? It, I saw something that was similar to this, if not this movie. Look, the Rotten Tomato score is high as fuck, so this True. it better bring it. It better. You know what the best part about it is, don't you? <laughs> It's 57 minutes, y'all. 57 minutes. Y'all, you could watch that. If you haven't seen it yet, go ahead right, and watch it. Watch prepare. It. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's only, it's less than an hour of right. your day. So watch it and you can take this journey with us next week. Exactly. Make your own notes. Follow along and laugh with us. Exactly. All right. You can find us in the meantime. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Room 237, the podcast. And we're on Twitter at Room 237, the pod C1. Or you can send us an old-fashioned email at Room 237 at gmail.com. In the meantime, do not forget to rate and review us. It um, gets us out there more. And if you don't want to rate and review, tell a friend about us. Tell two friends about us. Mm. Tell your coworkers about us. Mm. Just help spread the word. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. Make and a- you can tell everybody. Oh. This is your pod. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Thank you, Elton. You're welcome. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't. I sorry. don't mind at all. Got carried away. <laughs> all right. Until next week. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.